Hey everyone, welcome back to my Blackadian universe. I hope you are all doing well um, and staying safe out there. Um, uh, it's great to be back. There's so much that I can't wait to discuss with all of you. The first that uh, had to, I was, I was like, you know, when I just first discovered this and I was like, I need to get back, need to pick up the mic and get back <laughs> recording was when I discovered what Cheeto girls were, um, this TikTok trend that was happening about how some white women were choosing to live their lives in their perception of what it means to be a black woman. So let's talk about it. All right. So for those of you who don't know, um, it might just be, you know, uh, I, I guess me, but I didn't know that this was a thing. So apparently there's these women that are white that um, dress in what they think black women um, dress like and they... Um, they sort of, you know, wear, um, their hairstyles are in, you know, like pr protective black hairstyles or, you know, perhaps, um, done with, you know, baby hairs and, you know, they wear clothing that they, they think, um, all black women wear. They have, you know, extravagant nails, just, you know, fashions that, um, they think all black women are or you know maybe um, they see famous you know black celebrities wearing a certain style anyways the point is that these women uh, do this they exclusively or you know date uh, black men and they the the term is you know that they are cheeto girls Cheetah, Cheeto, I don't know. I don't want to Google it. I don't want to see that crap anymore. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so, um, of course, you know, I was like, this is ridiculous, you know, often imitated, never duplicated. Um, you know, there's this really <laughs> funny, um, well, I, it's funny, but it's true in my life. There's, um, you know, this quote that's, um, you know, God could make me anything in this world, but he chose to make me a black woman and like, you know, thank God. And, you know, people use that all the time, but I'm like, I seriously, I'm like, that's literally my mantra <laughs> because we're so often imitated and never duplicated. And uh, those of you that have been listening to the podcast, you know I say this all the time. I'm very blessed and thankful that I grew up in a household where blackness was celebrated and loved. And I understand when that education is lacking, 
because so much of the Western world is, has taught us um, that blackness is bad, that anything to do with blackness, people try to, you know, distance themselves from blackness and black culture um, because they've been taught that it is, you know, bad. And so when I see people, you know, pick and choose uh, the pieces of our culture that um, they want to try on uh, and uh, do it, frankly, in a pale imitation of the best. Um, it makes me reflect on this lie of, you know, white supremacy and this, you know, anti-blackness. So when you have the um, knowledge that I do of, you know, beautiful blackness, you see the veil of this anti-black culture uh, that's, you know, so heavily pushed is, is it, I, it's, it's like, um, being the only person, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like that, there's that show with Jason Momoa where he's like, you know, everyone is blind except, you know, like they can see like his children. Anyways, so the point is that you feel separate from what everyone ha wants you to believe when you know the truth. And so, you know, of course, when I see p white women, you know, imitating uh, us, you know, that's nothing new. Um, you know, <laughs> that's nothing new. Being black is amazing. Um, being, having our black culture, um, I like, I love us, you know, when, when people say that on, you know, you've seen it probably on social media when, you know, something happens in the black community and, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> when people are just like, I love us because there's certain things that, you know, being a black person in, you know, Canada that you just know and do and have and it's just you know it's like a like an inside joke I don't know it's just you know part of being black culture so when I see people try to copy us and I'm like yeah who wouldn't want to be you know black I get it. it being black is amazing so that's not the part that bothers me um <laughs> if I wasn't black you know what I'd probably be a little jealous I'm just going to be honest. So, <laughs> so when I see that, I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, I'm not, you know, fussed by it or whatever the case may be. There, you know, sometimes, you know, imitation is a sign of flattery. You know, we should be flattered that these women are, you know, trying desperately to be like us that's you know one way of looking at it but what I do have problem with what I do have problem with is the the um the transition out 
the the fact that it's you know a a thing to be disposed of when they are you know tired of it and (laughs) fine you know everyone goes through phases and sort of a thing but it's sort of being presented as this sort of rebellious act you know a lot of people when they want to rebel they um smoke a cigarette or you know travel somewhere or I don't know what people do to rebel (laughs) just you know whatever is not expected of them and so these women are presenting the fact that they're you know pretending to be black and dating black men as something that's you know sort of uh bad is where I take issue. So the fact that blackness is considered to be so terrible by white people that they try it on, take, you know, pieces of black culture and uh, imitate it to um, demonstrate that they are um, behaving in a way that is, you know, the, the worst that they can be. The fact that you know, dating a black man is the worst thing that they could possibly do. That is just despicable. It's just despicable. And it makes you question their... senses their humanity that they could you know dispose of a human being in an effort to um you know grow up um you know everyone has you know relationships relationships excuse me relationships end you know as people change but the fact that they are saying that this was definitely never going to um, be anything. It was just was never going to be um, solely because this person was black. It's not like, oh, okay, like I'm just going to, you know, find somebody that I could possibly never have anything in common with, you know, for whatever reason, just to have an experience. Um, but the fact that, you know, they were like, oh, let's just pick, a black person and you know that could never uh be serious because they're black and this is just my you know cheeto girl phase um it is like a black face 
it is what these women are doing is basically blackface and it is a mockery of what they think black women are they are essentially reducing us down to what they think is the worst part of who we are to show the world that they are um you know rebels that they are um being bad and then when they want to demonstrate that they are you know changed when they want to show their worth they um will act in a you know stereotypically white manner or they'll you know shed this costume that they're wearing and so um they're their very behavior is just so um, challenging. And I, I think what people don't understand or what, <laughs> um, why people are, you know, not understanding how offensive this is in the sense that it is, you know, basically blackface for women. I don't know. I, I don't recall seeing any, um, you know, blackface was usually men anyway I'm not sure about that but um, you know I just feel like it's blackface for women and um, modern day blackface and people are like oh everyone has like a, a rebellious phase and you know that's fine that's true but I, I don't think they would you know pretend to be someone who was indigenous in their rebellious phase. They wouldn't pretend to be someone who was, you know, um, Indian or Asian to, you know, really showcase just how, um, of, uh, how so much, how, you know, counterculture they were a counter to their culture that they were you know black culture is the default for you know being um in in some sort of you know state of showing how different you are it's sort of you know that there's that binary black white kind of nature that we have in our western culture so of course our culture is the default it's um the most coveted and the most um 
sought after and you know it's um it's also the most popular um especially in you know america and the western world and um i feel that It is so inappropriate and it crosses a line that I'm surprised that so many people are willing to um, admit that they do it. And there's other subtle ways, you know, people talk about how people use certain slang words and then all of a sudden, you know, change out of that, um, you know, when they're no longer trying to seem cool, you know, they often pick up black slang and then, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we um, can no longer say those things. And I feel like <laughs> it's one of my pet peeves when I read um, someone's words um, and you know they're not black but they're clearly trying to sound like they are especially in print like obviously when people are speaking as well it, it irks me but for some reason it just really bothers me when I'm reading <laughs> reading something and someone you know is really you know stereotypically trying to like speak in broken uh stilted English and I was like oh and you can tell that they're you know they're a white person and they're trying to sound and I'm like is that is that how you think we sound is that <laughs> is that how you think we sound Brad it's not okay um but <laughs> I feel that yeah anyways that's just a a, a slight deviation but I feel like that is what's happening and so I most definitely most definitely think that um, they need to reflect and realize that being black isn't something that um, they can just try on like you know a new hair color so i wanted to end on a positive note as i always like to do um i you know often imitated never duplicated I think that a lot. I mean, you know, when I see people try to, you know, be a part of black culture, I just sort of, you know, shake my head and I'm like, you know, I I literally think that, <laughs> that they, I, I think that, you know, saying I say often imitated, never duplicated, you know, it's the little things, you know, like um, the way someone can move their head or their lips or, you know, even their hands. It's just, you know, it's, it's ours. And I choose to be flattered by it. I mean, 
we are inspiring black women, black people, we're inspiring, you know, um, the world does not like us um, due to racism. And everyone wants to distance themselves from us. Nobody, you know, wants to be black. People want to, you know, deny their um, heritage if they have it or, you know. um, And then yet they can't look away. They can't look away because we are beautiful we're beautiful you know we are um we rise above their hatred the 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 oppressive force for hundreds of years that have been trying to crush us to break us they can't do it they're never going to do it we thrive we survive we are leaders in culture and science and sport and literature. You know, we are creating and contributing to humanity despite, despite so many bar- barriers, so much. Um, hatred in the face of all that hate we are still showing what we are imagine imagine what we would be doing if we didn't have these barriers in the way and they see it they see it and they want to copy it but they can't but they can't. And it gives me comfort to know that other people see what I've known my entire life, that black is beautiful, that black is amazing, despite what they tell us, what, despite what they, that lie that they try to make us believe, I've never believed it. I love me. I love us. Being black is the best. So thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to like, comment, and sus- subscribe. Let me know what you think of these Cheeto girls cheetah girls am i saying it right anyways and um i will talk to you next time